Hi guys, welcome back to The Couple with Cheryl, your favorite podcast on winning at all things single parenting. Whether you're a single mom or single dad, or you know any single parents at all, this is the podcast to listen to. Alright, so on this week's episode, we're going to be introducing a new segment that I like to call His or Her Story. So this is where we look at specific individuals and different people who, irrespective of how they came to be single parents, they become single parents so that we can learn from them to come out stronger. And we're also going to be looking at people who grew up in single parents and households as well. All in the bid for us to learn and be better and do better as well, especially for our kids. Alright, so I'm introducing to you today my special guest, the lawyer, single mom, author, and yoga instructor at Harmon Kondan. Her name is S.K. Walter. I'm sure you guys can't wait to hear from her. Let's get Ready to. Hi, Essie. Hi. Welcome to the couples with Cheryl. First off, I just want to say I am a fan. I admire your drive, and I'm just really, really thrilled to have you uh, this episode today. So, welcome, one. Thank you so much. All right, then. Some people have sent in their stories about how they are able to deal with being a single parent, and I understand that you have been a single parent for a while. So, um, Tell us your story before we then get into the nitty-gritty of, okay, how were you able to overcome some of the challenges of single parenting? Okay, so when I got married, I don't think I was ready to get married. I hadn't really thought about it. I hadn't thought about, you know, what it meant to um, get married to somebody and decide to leave with the person for what we call the rest of your life. And I got pregnant almost as soon as I got married. So... Once the pregnancy started to develop, there was a lot of confusion around, you know, what am I even doing? Um, what am I doing in this marriage? What am I doing with this person? And now there's a baby coming, you know? And so I ran. I mean, I ran for marriage a couple of times. And so I ran in my pregnancy abroad. And I think that was the first time I started to really think about um, becoming a single parent because it was clear in that moment that I didn't I didn't mean to <laughs> that makes sense get married when I got married. Um, but mm. I, I like the idea of, of having a child. So I started I started to plan <laughs> a few months after after the marriage and married the pregnancy. I started to plan and started to really learn about, you know, single parents single parenting. There's this book in particular, um, single moms raising boys because I knew I was having a boy mm. at the time and I know there's a lot of that dad and so I said to read the material and and you know just basically learn sort of like prepare myself you know um, beforehand and so eventually I ended up leaving the marriage after my second child I had a daughter two years later after my boy and so I ended up leaving by the time I left I was very clear in fact it was crazy because I had been planning right from that time I was putting on my first child right and so when oh. I left, which was basically just after I had my daughter, I, I was ready. Like, I, I was emotionally prepared. And I also had savings. I had just basically been planning for the last two years, right? So I was ready to be a single parent. And so the transition for me wasn't difficult. Wow. And one of the other things I learned was co-parenting. Um, because I realized okay. it's not my kid's fault that I got myself into a marriage I wasn't ready for yeah. and so I didn't want them to um, not have their dad in their lives I, I don't think I, I think that a single parent can 
raise a child by themselves. I'm more of that school of thought that you have to stay in the marriage with the child or the child will be lacking in some way because one parent is missing. But personally, I felt like they didn't belong to just me. And so I wanted them to have a relationship with their dad yeah. as well. And so I had to, I had to start doing a lot of emotional deep inner work on myself um about this so I had learned to resent him mm. and regret and I didn't like him. And so I had to do a lot of inner work, you know, to work on being able to actually stand him, you know. So I don't so my kids don't start growing up <laughs> and then I'll start, you know, telling them this that that about that I wanted to be able to be neutral. As a yoga instructor, I believe very deeply in energy, so that even if you're not speaking words, your attitude and your energy can also speak. And so I didn't want it to be that I was pretending. I wanted it to be that I genuinely didn't have ill fate for you know their father, and explain to them that it's okay. And my kids actually didn't understand that they had two homes, and it was okay. They didn't go to school, so they didn't understand the idea of a mother and father living together. It, it didn't feel strange for them. They are homeschooled, so it didn't feel strange for them yeah. like they were missing out mm-hmm. on something or something was different from what they were experiencing. They just knew that their dad was staying somewhere and their mom was staying somewhere else. And whenever we see, we go out and we hang out. And so it's not a they're fighting or anything like that. And, and I think that for me, I yeah. prepared myself for all of that before the time came. You know, so so when the time came, I was ready. You know, and and most times I I try to make get into single parent circles. Um, but one thing I realized is that a lot of people had they hadn't done their inner work, and so there was a lot of pain. Hmm. You know, about the partner, and the children not even yeah. knowing much about their partner. And I didn't want that, so I just sort of kept to myself. I didn't I didn't do any single parenting. Hmm. If if I when I saw your your podcast um, title. In my mind, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. But when I listened, I was like, oh, okay. I think this is someone that has a good head and a shoulder. You know, someone who understands, you know, not somebody who hasn't, you know, dealt with. Because a lot of things are going to come up being with somebody and then deciding to leave the person, especially when they are involved. A lot of things are going to come up for you. Mm-hmm. And so the smart thing to do is to deal with those things, number one, for yourself, and number two, for the kids. You know, so so yeah, that's that's basically my story. Okay. <laughs> well, that's amazing because in in just this couple of minutes, you touched on um, a number of things that you know we're looking to mm-hmm. to stress on, which is the essence of this podcast. You talked about um, raising your children. You talked about emotional right. intelligence as as it regards relating with your ex, and then. Of course, there was there was a sense of finding balance in there. I believe I heard something of that when you talked about, you know, the energy and just making sure that you're putting out like like right. positive right. vibes. I don't know if that's the word to use. So you've touched on like a couple of things, and I think that's absolutely amazing. But I, I want to take you back to to the first the first few um, um, things you said when you talked about how you prepared yeah. yourself to be a yeah. single parent. Please, how exactly <laughs> did you go about doing that? <laughs> because it took a certain level of you had to have removed yourself to to a certain extent from from what yeah. you were going through as a person with your ex to be able to now say, okay, this is who I'm preparing to be. Yeah. So let me go and read up on it and books and 
did you do that? Besides being um, a single parent, the experience of, of preparing for being a single parent, I'm a very thorough person. I, I basically like to prepare myself. Hmm. My background is law. Even though once I was done with my master's in law, I decided I didn't hmm. want to do law, which was crazy. My parents were really upset. You know, but I, I still love that I had that background because what it did for me was it taught me how to research. It taught me how to argue. So if I want to have an argument with somebody, I'm not just preparing myself for my point. I'm preparing myself for your point as well. So I need to know what I'm arguing for. And I need to know, you know, the opposite of what I'm arguing for. So I sort of prepare myself all around. That's, what we're, that's how we were trained in school. And so even if I didn't, even though I didn't follow the law path, it became a part of me, you know, where my friends don't like to argue with me because it's a, it's a waste of time, <laughs> you know. I, I'm going to start the argument off with your point. I'm going to attack myself and then I'm going to redeem myself. And so you're looking like, okay. So before, you know, when I when I first realized that, okay, I wasn't sure. I was, because I really, really didn't want to be married when I got married. You know, I had a lot going on in my life at the time and I felt like marriage was a good escape. Hmm. big mistake but i felt like it was a good escape so that was the main ah. reason why i got married when i got married and so once the process of the marriage started to unfold i realized i wasn't ready i wasn't ready for that level of number one commitment and then having to you know put up with another person just just live with somebody else even when i was growing up i sort of shut my, my parents and my siblings out sometimes i'm always in my room i'm that person who is a little bit deep and i don't want to have a lot of conversation so i didn't know how to handle people and I thought it was going to be different when I got married. But it was the same mm. thing. I didn't want this man around. I didn't want to see him every day. I didn't want us to just be together all the time. You know, and then I had my own personal insecurities, you know, around, oh, who's he, who's he talking to? Who's that mm. person? Why is he coming in late? You know, who's calling him? And I wasn't ready to do all of that. Before then, if I'm in a relationship where I start to have all these issues, I just talk up my bags and I run. But I couldn't run because it was a marriage and they said, you know, we have to stay together forever. Mm. But then again, I was like, you know what? People separate all the time. People divorce all the time. And then we also know that when we see a single parenting, single parenting has a bad rep in general. And so I have to deconstruct why does it have a bad rep? Why? You know, what does that even mean? And if I leave, I was very sure I was leaving. How am I going to handle, you know, this bad rep? I was already the child who was the North kid who was always going left. And so I'm like, okay, fine. They are going to say, oh, it's normal for Essie. But how do I handle it? Especially because I was pregnant, right? How, I was crying a lot when I was pregnant. I was very hormonal. Yeah. So I knew that there was something about a child coming that was going to change a lot of things. So how do I handle, you know, that? How do I start to? And the first thing I did, which is what I do every time when I'm trying to research, was Google. How to become a single parent was the first question I asked. <laughs> and so... You know, I knew, I knew I was having a boy. Wow. And so I was seeing a lot about, oh, a woman raising a boy child. I'm like, okay, how to raise a boy child, a single mom. And there was there's an actual book called Single Mothers Raising Boys. So I read that and I said, think about it. So people mm. go back to their partners because they can't financially cater to the child. Um, ECC. And I didn't want that to be my story. So I yeah. said, to, I opened an account for my son. And I said to put money away. I said to save, you know, I, I just basically... In case I didn't have any support at all, I'm able to not go back because I'm desperate. So those are the things I did to prepare myself, you know. But by the time I, I left, my family, they were very supportive. So I moved in, you know, with my mom. 
and you know mm-hmm. of course were, for months she kept going on and on and on about go back to your husband go back to your husband until she wore herself thin and said okay you know what fine how do we move forward <laughs> you know uh, so, so i just sort of and then at some point wow. i had a living cabin so i moved out i i drove a cab i became a cab driver because i love driving and then that was easy money so i said to do that i got a nanny i got my own place oh. and in that period that's when i found yoga i said practicing yoga and i realized that I'm actually somebody who can stay without the partner yeah you know, there's some people like that it, not everybody doesn't need doesn't feel the need to be with somebody and i always felt like that was that there was something wrong with that so i guess that's why i was fighting it but the period i lived alone i actually like the fact that it lights out when i say it lights out i don't have to take my kids to school nobody's huh. forcing me to do anything you know i could just go at my own pace and i could just be and so i just sort of enjoyed it so much and i just it just became my lifestyle <laughs> interesting Okay, um I hear you and it sort of uh, makes me think that in a way as much as you you were married for a time being you then decided that see I want to be a single parent. So you went into it by choice so you were able to prepare yourself. There are people who actually do that. There are people who have no relationship at all. Like the, the relationship is not the foundation for which they bear a child. They actually go and maybe do like a a, a legal single parent adoption and all of that. So I can I can understand how you were able to prepare yourself right. to that extent because you know it's something that you wanted to do and you went ahead and you did it. Now let's talk emotional intelligence because you mentioned that you yeah. were co-parenting. Um so even though you went you decided okay I I don't want to do this as a single right. family unit if I could call it that and you decided okay I want to I want to raise my kids by myself. you were still able to maintain yeah. that level of relationship um with your ex that you guys became yeah. co-parents so i want to hear exactly how that went like not just for you because i mean you you were already steeled in your mind that you said this is what i wanted to do or how did that interplay with your ex and how were you guys able to find that balance and and you know have that emotional intelligence where you yeah. guys were going at each other yeah. okay, even while so you were while preparing while we live in the same house i was the crazy one right so crazy one in the sense that he doesn't shout it was something i found very annoying so if we have an if we're having an argument for instance i'm, I'm all over the place and i'm screaming <laughs> and he's just looking at me and once there's a moment of silence he's like why are you shouting oh my goodness that is driving me crazy so i'm like what the hell what kind of person like what kind of what level of control you're like a psychopath that you have a level of control you know and we're actually having an argument and so i don't know if it was pride or whatever it was but he had this thing of not wanting to to allow you take over his emotions right so when we first when we first separated oh. he was he was always cool like he would come around and he would buy stuff for the kids and he would take them out sometimes you want to come I'm like no <laughs> yeah um and they'll go out. and i was just thinking that i'd be thinking in my mind like what the hell what kind of human being is that you know and, and i'm getting upset over the fact that he's not getting upset yeah. and so later on i thought you know what i'm going to build myself to that point where i don't get upset it looks like a very cool place to be it looks like a cool thing to have And so um questions one of the things I I learned I don't even remember where I learned it from was asking yourself questions about why am I feeling this thing 
So in yoga now, we call it watching the thinker, mm. right? So somebody might walk into a room, maybe a lady who I think is prettier than me, and a voice just goes off in my head, bitch. What I'll do is ask myself, why is she bitch? Sorry, baby. I told you so many language. <laughs> so what I'll do is ask myself, why did I think that? Where did that come from? Right? And so the more I do that inner work, the more I do that inner searching, I, I start to realize that it has nothing to do with that person. So it has everything to do with me. It has everything to do with, you know, just not, not the person at all, because I don't even know the person, right? And so by the time you ask questions about, okay, so why? Mm-hmm. What is that? Okay, she's prettier than me. I feel like she's smarter than me. I feel like she's just grabbed the attention of everybody in the room and I'm jealous. Okay, why am I jealous? Because I'm insecure. So by the time you ask those questions to the end, there's nothing left, right? So you just said that it's all mind activity. So I said to my relationship. So he comes around, for instance, he's taking the kids mm-hmm. out. And I'm thinking in my mind, like, hmm, this is why you're upset. Why are you upset? Okay, you're upset because he's looking now and he's like, he's actually enjoying his life. He's supposed to be miserable. You left him for crying out loud. <laughs> you know? And then the other thing is, was I a woman's perfume I smelled? Oh my goodness, I said, you're jealous. How can you be jealous of somebody you left? And this is ridiculous. You know, so, by, so, you, so you start having those kind of conversations with yourself. Of course, you start, you, you, you start to feel you're crazy initially. But later mm-hmm. on, you start to deal with everything because it's just mm-hmm. you and you. There's not whatever comes up right and then if you ask the question to the very end you'll find right. there's nothing there there's no reason why you're having those feelings they are all conditioned mind activity the mind is already conditioned for maybe movies or experiences you've had in the past and so these things just keep coming up so the more so it was like i said using the relationship to work on myself right so every time i said ask and then one day he came around Amazing. and he said do you want to come I'm like yes of course and i dressed up and I bought some makeup. <laughs> you know, and we all were having a good time. Oh, and it was fun. And I was just thinking in my head, like, wow, okay, that was supposed to be fun. Like, you love this guy. You're not supposed to be having fun with him. You're supposed to be upset. And again, questioning. So, why are you supposed to be upset? Because that's the program response. No, you're not supposed to be upset. You don't even know what you're supposed to do. Uh-huh. You're going to see what you're supposed to do as time passes. And so I stop being upset. So when it comes around, they want to, if I feel like going out, of course I go out with them. If I don't feel like going out, I don't go out. I don't start going crazy about, you know, how good he looks or if he feels. But the day I came to the house and came with a girl, oh my God. So I'm looking at the girl like, oh yeah. He did like, not. I came out of the room, I just laid was sitting in my Oh room. wow. <laughs> and he came with another friend, you know, a guy and a girl. But I'm looking at the girl and I'm thinking in my mind like, hmm, this looks like he's sick. Mm-hmm. How dare he? He wouldn't dare. <laughs> you know, and then of course I'm having all those stuff going on. And then next thing she says, Oh, this is his friend Buff. I'm like, Oh my god, thank god. <laughs> you know, so when they leave, I can't ask myself, what, what the hell is going on? I say, like, what's happening with you? You understand? Do you like this guy? And if you do, why oh. did you leave in the first place? So now I'm in a place of hmm, never in my life can I ever tell this guy that I like him again. God forbid. After leaving, my pride as a woman, <laughs> you know. So, so, so I think that going from that place of resentment to now finding him attractive, and then you know, uh-huh. literally, he's coming. I know he's coming. I want to look good. You know, it's, this is somebody I was with for years. So what the hell? Like, why am I trying to impress him? What, what is that? You know. So I moved from the resentment to finding him interesting, uh-huh. to wondering if he could get back. 
and so I think that was what happened for me. So my emotions sort of just just shifted from resentment to indifference to interest, you know. And so that was where we were. Right. But I have a question for you there. Um, you you mentioned the role that your ex played in you know he wasn't spiteful he sort of just let you do your thing and then he would come in with his gentle <laughs> calm voice and annoy the heck out of you with his of peace and all of that but and I, I, this question i'm asking i'm asking to you especially as a yoga instructor and the fact that you stress so much on emotional intelligence and all of that if your partner or your ex wasn't um of that disposition if, if he came at you bitter and angry and resentful and just not caring anything about how you feel or how you're reacting no. would you have had the same Absolutely not. um reaction towards him like the kids would have been crazy by now because mm-hmm. i wouldn't even let him see them you know I, I'm, I'm I'm the kind of person that when if I want to be, I can be very manipulative, but I'm very manipulative. You know, I understand when I came into yoga, and everybody was like, "Oh, peace and light and love and light." I'm like, "Yes, I have that, but I also have bitch moves." You know, I'm that person. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> that's the balance where you know, I can be this person, but I I can also be that person. Mm. So if he had come at me. With resentment and all of that, which is where I was at the time, he had matched my energy at the time. We would have had a problem, mm-hmm. serious problem. That's for sure. I probably would have just taken them and gone abroad or something. You know, I I, I would have kept him away from them completely. So yeah. Okay, so we can say that the extent of your emotional intelligence was in Absolutely. direct proportion yeah. to his own emotional intelligence. If he was, if it wasn't that way. You guys oh, yeah, would probably have, have killed, killed each other definitely. by now or something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but there are lessons there, and and I like the fact that you came to that point where you were able to recognize um, how calm and and sort of yeah. even though he probably hated you, but he didn't show it and all of that. You were able to recognize and then use that as as sort of like. Um, Yeah. a way to propel yourself into the right frame of mind and that's amazing we're probably going to talk to people who were at it constantly but i mean kudos to you and your ex because at the end of the day the whole purpose of having this podcast and having these conversations yeah. is because of the children so we know that that can stand together but what do we do to make sure that the children don't get to see any of that and that's why i think you guys did Thank absolutely you. great so Well done for that. Now let's talk about single parenting circles. You said um, you tried to bring one or two. So tell us what your experience is with that and why you decided to pull out. Because the whole point of this is having a community. If your experience with the community is not helpful, please let's hear why it wasn't. <laughs> well, the thing with communities is not all of them are helpful, and a lot have to do with the the person who starts the community. It gets back to energy. So if I start a single parenting and um um community because I'm angry and I'm bitter, that is going to be the theme of the community. You see, it's 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 energetically that's what I'm going to project, and so I'm going to attract those kind of people, you know, into the community. The first one I joined, I think it was on Facebook or was it WhatsApp? I can't remember. Facebook or WhatsApp? I don't remember now. I was talking to, I mean, 
like it wasn't all pieces and cream. There were there were times where I was very resentful toward him and very upset. Mm-hmm. Even though he didn't he didn't he didn't like mop that energy back for me. There were people that would talk to and tell like this dude is terrible. I mean I couldn't tell lies about him. I couldn't lie that okay he beat me or he did this or mm-hmm. did that. He didn't do any of those things, right? But he he just I think he was the calm that upset me, mm-hmm. right? It was the it was the indifference, and it is a if we argue about something, I can be upset for like two days, and once the argument is over, he's moved on. He's doing something on his phone. He's doing something on Instagram. He's going on radio, and he's laughing and having a good time. And I'm thinking like, what the hell? You know, so I became very resentful. So I was talking to this lady who I'd met on mm. Facebook. She was a single parent as well. I think she's been a single parent for a few years, and I was just going off and on about you know how. I'm good. I hadn't. I think I just left, or I had. I was trying to leave. I can't remember. You know, how uh-huh, I'm going to deal with him. I'm going to da 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 da. da. And the lady said, "Yeah, this men think they are so smart, and they think that you know, you know how when you want something, you find what you want, right?" Yeah. So she was really hyping me, and then she said she's going to invite me to this group. Ha! Good, and I joined the group. Oh my God! First of all, you're just single moms in the group. Uh-huh. What I'm going to do is single community, single parenting community. I like. I like balance, so I want single mm-hmm. dads and I want single moms as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just single moms in the group. And every single one of them were upset. It was like a group of planning how to kill the children's father, so they had the children mm-hmm. that exist. You know, and so I mean, it was okay for the first day. You know, when I I used to do myself, of course, mm-hmm. I'm always very careful because I mean, blogs find my story interesting sometimes, mm-hmm. so I didn't want anybody there to munch and then send to a blog. So I was, I didn't introduce myself as I was told, but I just stayed in the group for like three days. I think I was just about three days. And the first day I was very happy, you know, oh my goodness, look at my tribe, you know, like, yes. And then the next day, lady posted a picture of how her ex came to the house and she locked him outside and she wanted, 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 wanted. And then I'm like, okay, no. <laughs> you know? And people said she had their own stories about how they dealt with them. Once that, you know, the man has not seen the kids for like three years now. I'm like, um, okay. <laughs> you know, so by the third day, I just uh-huh. had a lady who invited me privately and I said to her, I don't think I want to do this good thing yet. Like, I don't think I'm uh-huh. right for, you know, a single mothering community thing. I just uh-huh. want to figure it out by myself because... I get influenced easily, and that's why I, I pull out of a lot of things. Because when I read things, they stay with. And so I've read a lot of mm. things that would unconsciously inform my own decision in my own situation. You know, and so I left. And the second group I joined, this one I was very open up on because I had left at the time I think, and I was living uh-huh. alone. And so I asked a question about why can't we be happy? As somebody said, mm. what do I mean? That she's noticed that I like sounding like the what was the word to use like the Megala or something like that. <laughs> and I said no. I said I thought a lot of the women had moved on, and you can't be raising mm. kids if you've not moved on because you're damaging your kids. I took a mm. course when I was studying on my son, um, um, neuroscience for parents. That was the first time I learned about the brain, and so that's why I was very careful about putting my kids. My kids are still not in school. My son is past school because he's five now. The next time schools open because he has a strong personality. You heard him telling me language just now. You know, uh-huh. so I feel like he's ready to mix, right? So 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 she was talking and I said to her, a lot of us need to learn the psychology kids. We need to learn the damage. And somebody asked, What about us? 
like the moment you had a child, you're no longer about you. They became an argument, right? Mm. And then, of course, people who had been quiet about how they don't like how they're going about my my mood because she called it Messiah complex. Aha, my Messiah complex. And I said, well, the emotional intelligence in the room was zero. I was going to leave, <laughs> and so I decided from the group. And one lady told me privately, and what she said to me broke my heart. First of all, this lady was still married, but she had con- she had lied oh. to the entire group that she was a single mom. And she was now lying, things that her husband hadn't done to her. And so she, she opened up to me and she said to me that the reason why she was doing that was because, she, number one, she didn't have friends. And she wanted to feel accepted. And that sometimes she, she can't oh. even recognize the person that she has become because she looks at her husband in the house, who is being all sweet. And she can't imagine all of the things she has said about this same man on a group, on a group of angry humans who you might never see. Mm. I said to her, you need to exit the group. You know? And she was like, I was only I was the only reason why she said in the group because she couldn't leave. Of course, you know how you get a group and you don't want to leave because I think it was washed the hair. You're, you're leaving with announce that you left. So she felt like she was stuck in the group, you know. Mm-hmm. But when I came and I was saying different things, wow. and she liked it and she was like, Oh wow, okay, I like this person. So that day when that argument started and I left, she came to my inbox and I said, First things first, you have to exit the group. Because at your age, you're in your thirties. This is peer pressure. You have to lie about your experiences to be accepted. Oh. That's a deep issue. It's not about those women. It's not about your husband. It's about you. And you have, I think you have three kids. You have three kids who are under you. They are in danger already. And she's like, oh, she would like someone to be helping. I'm like, no, I can't help anybody. I'm still trying to figure my own self out. And the reason why I'm keeping myself away from this kind of community is because I don't want to um, not get the right information, you know? And so that was the last time that uh-huh. those two. So that was the last time I did anything single parenting group or anything like that because I just felt like a lot of people were getting it right. wrong, and I really didn't feel in a position to like what you're doing now, which is very commendable. I didn't feel in the position to uh-huh. start a community, right? Okay. But I just felt like I need to get it right for myself. You know, I want my kids to grow up, uh-huh. and tomorrow they say they want to get married. Doesn't mind because they want to get married. And they say, oh, I don't want to get married, I want to be a single parent. They have a healthy view of what single parenting is. So it's a choice that they can make without uh-huh. feeling like they have to do for for anything. And so that's why I just, and, and I think in general, I'm a lone wolf. So I just basically became, you know, my own person um, and, and just did my own thing. Went to the floor, what felt right for me. Right. Thank you so much, Essay. I mean, there's been so much that I have gotten just by having this conversation with you. A couple of things that I took from this conversation today. First of all, there are people who can choose to go into it, either from a similar circumstance as yours or just from the beginning. That's their plan. I want to be a single parent. I can do it and win at it. And how do they do that is by making sure that they prepare themselves mentally, they prepare themselves by feeding and financially as well. I got that financial part so important. And then you also talked about, you know, emotional intelligence, even though it was born from the fact that your ex was coming at you from that angle. Um, so I think that's also great to learn from because some people, no matter how nice the ex is, they just can't stand the yeah. person. And then it rubs off on the kid. So that's great. And then lastly, and even more importantly, is knowing the kinds of, of um, influences yeah. that you allow around you when you are going through that phase. Thank you so much, Essie, for talking to us today. All right. Um, I'm just going to put this out there because 
Okay. I'm not really into yoga, but I've learned I've learned that there are aspects of yoga that are super beneficial um, to people, especially when it comes to just that having that balance in their minds and peace and energy and love and light, as you said. So I'm just going to say to all of you there, you guys should go and check out Harmony Bhavan. That's this um, yoga company because you don't stop today and we probably would learn more from that right. by getting on board with that yeah, thank welcome. you again thank so you much essay thank you it's been i know I, <laughs> to your kids as well because they've been yes, in yes. every way a part of this interview <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> they've been a part of this interview so please okay. my love yeah. to them All as right. well thank, thank you, you so much and there you have it, guys. You can follow Essay Walter at Harmony Bavan. That's Harmony spelled as it should be, then B-H-A-V-A-N. Until our next episode, thank you so much again for listening. Remember, you can send us your stories and follow us on all platforms at The Couple with Cheryl. Bye, then. <laughs>